Hey, this is the Department of Promethean Science stealing fire from the gods to make a better life for you and me. It is Thursday, May 1st, 2014, so happy May Day! And on the podcast this week, I'm improvising with Kat Abood, who's an improviser I really like a lot. Uh, a lot of fun to watch her play, um, a lot of fun to play with her, and I think she's also a really cool, good, sweet person that we've uh, that has come from a, a great college environment. She's from Ohio University, and, uh, and another one of those folks um, that it's just great for us here in the Chicago society to increase the quality of our society by getting these talented, cool folks coming in from uh, from the colleges. Oh, we're just sitting pretty. Uh, in any case, if you've got a suggestion for myself and a guest to use uh, to improvise to in a future podcast, please send along to the email address at prometheanscience at gmail.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-T-H-E-A-N, science at gmail.com, with the subject line suggestion, and whatever you care that suggestion to be in the body of the email, we'll open it up right before we start improvising, and and go from there. If you've got any other kind of correspondence, I do very slowly get to them, but you can send them to that same email address with anything else on the subject line, and I'll try and uh, get read it and get back to you as quickly as I can. So, uh, oh man, so yeah, we're. I think this is the 96th episode, so we're coming up on 100, and I'm kind of struggling as to what to do for that to have it be something significant, but then, you know, of course, I'm like, man, why are we so chained to this base 10 thing, you know? It's like, uh, just because our counting device are, are these 10 little digits, you know? I mean, it's it seems more uh, numerically beautiful maybe to be like octal or hexal so you know maybe episode 256 you know one zero zero and hex should be the one where we where i really go crazy and do something great i don't know but you know we all perceive based so keep a keep an eye out we'll see um what winds up happening for uh, episode 100 if anything of significance at all uh oh um it it has been a great time for music, great year for music. The thing that I recommend is actually something I think I came out last year, but is something that has really kind of uh, a bit risen to the top. The cream rises, you know, and I think it's risen to the top lately. Uh, and that is uh, uh, the latest album by Ty- Typhoon um, called White Lighter. It's great. It's just really great. It's a big band of, of uh, people, um, like a you know a huge between, I don't know, 7 and 12 people playing in this band, and they sound great, great songs, uh, worth checking out. Um, so why don't we just get onto the scene here? Uh, here is Kat and Abood and I improvising to a suggestion from John Persek. Yes, thanks, John. And that suggestion was chicanery. Did you finish your chores? Um... That, mo- most that's a no that's a no sorry i did start them and i got most of the way through them you were reading again weren't you <sighs> a little bit what were you reading hardy boys oh it's what what it's, it's what what it's the mystery of gumshoe swamp that's a number 45 in a series a and i just I'm curious about what the mystery is. I'm sorry, ma'am. That's okay, Eddie, but those chickens aren't going to feed themselves. No, I know. I know. 
I know. I didn't get to that one on the list. I filled the bucket up. Do you know what happened? Can you imagine what would happen if I didn't feed you? I would be so hungry. You'd be so hungry. I'd probably misbehave. Eventually, you would definitely yeah. misbehave. I think I, I think I would snatch a chocolate bar from someplace. Yeah, and because then I'd be like, well, if I'm not being fed, I'm not being told what I should eat, and so I'm gonna eat exactly what I choose to eat yeah. and you'd what I wild. choose to eat is a chocolate bar yeah. and because it's up to me now. Yeah, you'd run wild with it. Yeah, I'd snatch one. Yeah, you'd snatch I'd a snatch bunch of chocolate, chocolate bars. Bar. Well, those chickens don't have the opportunity to snatch chocolate bars, Eddie. <laughs> they depend on you for it their food. So, it would be so funny if a chicken snatched <laughs> a chocolate bar and went to town. Oh, boy. I would, love to, I would love to see a chicken snatch a chocolate bar and eat it down. Well, maybe you Just, should let the chickens roam free, huh? Let them out of their cage. No, I'm sorry, Mom. That's not what I was saying. Well, we're not going to... I just need you to understand the situation. I understand. We're not going to have food to eat, and we're not going to have food on our table if the chickens don't get fed. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yes. I get what you're saying. I I did fill the bucket up. I meant to do it. It's clear that I meant to do it. I started. I, I, I hung the laundry on the wire. I scrubbed down the, the, I scrubbed down the, the tub, the pig washing tub. So it's good and clean for the next time we need to scrub, scrub, scrub one of the pigs down. So I got through most of it. It's just that there are a couple characters in the Mystery of Gumshoe Swamp that seem like they could have been the ones that buried the Conquistador's treasure somewhere in the, in the swamp after it was stolen from the museum. And, you know, I had a couple theor- pet theories about it and I just you know I just felt like I needed just a little bit more and then I would get you know I would get to the buckets full I'm gonna take it out I just <sighs> that was a long-winded explanation I'm sorry it's just I it's fine I we're, don't mean to do wrong you're I'm such just an telling imaginative you. child sometimes I worry sometimes well, I worry why? that your, your mind's gonna run wild and you're gonna run rampant and maybe I don't know you're gonna write some horrible nonfiction or fiction or maybe both. Either, I would, you know, I think our, our process at the farm is fascinating. And if I were, I, I could, I could picture a day when maybe in addition to whatever schoolwork I had to do, I wrote down, I wrote a brief nonfiction on how the farm runs. And then also wrote an accompanying fiction about how the farm runs. But there is a strangler that's hiding out. Strangler. Yeah, strangler, right, Stang- hiding out on the farm. Gonna murder one of us? No, but he'll. Gonna strangle he's chickens? In, no, I think that it would be. He would strangle the mailman. <laughs> he would strangle he's, our mailman. Yeah, he strangled the mailman. It's that's the. I haven't really thought. I just. I haven't really thought that. I haven't put an outline down or anything. So. Um, but if you don't mind just sort of talking through it, you know. You can talk about your story. Okay. I just, I don't think but I would is... go with the mailman. I would go with the pigs. Strangling pig pigs? pig strangler. And then you've you got to crack such the case. big, strong hands to strangle a pig. I think it would challenge the believability if it was someone who was strangling pigs. Because pigs are essentially necklace. And so, like... You'd have to have monstrous hands. It would start. It starts to get into fantasy, you know, instead of no, instead understand. of mystery fiction, which is what I'm interested in. 
you know, that there's a I, subdivision within fiction. Oh, there are so many genres of fiction, and I have my preferences. Mystery fiction. Wow. If there's a ghost, it's someone masquerading as a ghost, or maybe you're left wondering a little bit, like, oh, was that actually the action of a ghost? But there's no concrete evidence. It's just something that you're left. <sighs> Is this what they're teaching you at school? No, I'm doing it all on my own. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because they sure as hell, heck, they didn't teach no. us. Yeah. No, don't repeat that word and don't put it in your books. No, I wouldn't. Don't put it in your books. I wouldn't. I'm not going to put it in my books. Okay. I'm not interested in the hockey sticks. Don't put those hockey. <laughs> I'm not going to put the hockey sticks in. I'm sorry for using that language in front it's of okay. you. It's okay. It's okay, Mom. You're it was yours, no, it was irresponsible. I'm slipping up. No. I've been slipping up. Mom, you're great. No, if this is if you think that it's a reflection on you, it's not, I'm sorry. It is. You can, come up no. with these elaborate stories. All these elaborate stories. It's my about imagination stranglers. problem. Oh, well, where'd you get that from? Not your father. Me. Yeah, you're right, because you did offer some constructive feedback immediately on the Strangler story. And I th- it pro- it might be better, but it, it starts to go into a genre in which I'm not comfortable with my authorial voice. Oh my god. I'm the worst mother. No, you're the best. You're the best. You're the best. You're the best. Do you have ideas about murder? No, no, no. The murder came largely from the genre. Okay. Like, it has to be there. Do you have any ideas about all these? It has to be murder or robbery, and, you know, probably mostly robbery, but I want to go with a big impact thing from my first work. How about you write something, like, about, uh, about the betterment of society? Why don't you write a piece about social activism? Well, that's an underlying Do you know theme what that is? Any, any of the... Of any of the books? Of any of the books. Wow. Yeah, I mean, the nonfiction about the farm would be like, do your part, you know, everything's working in concert. Do your chores. See, it's like a microcosm of a society, and as long as everyone does what they... Oh, my God, I really should have fed those chickens. <laughs> that's what happens. We don't feed the chickens. Look at this oh. hole. We're in a loophole now. This is a, We are in, not yeah. a loophole, a black hole. A black sucking hole. Sucking us in. Again, not interested in fantasy or science fiction, so whereas that's you probably accurate. I'm, you get yeah, what I'm No, saying. it's accurate, but it just doesn't. It's not. It it's doesn't, not going to apply here. I'm it sorry. just doesn't. It, it's just not as compelling to me. The I can't of, connect with you on any of this stuff. No, you're no. I'm just. It's perfectly valid. <sighs> All right, I'm going to go feed the chickens. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Do it. And that's our time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Oh, that was really fun. So, uh, uh, it was. So, okay, great. Yeah, thank you. Because you really started the. You you really sort of started the. The, you gave me everything in the scene. You sort of gave us all the context in the scene. So, mm-hmm. like, what was the... And it was, it was so fun and so easy. And I think it's another example of, like, one of those, like... Essentially, at the root of the scene was conflict, you mm-hmm. know? But the... But that's great if you're if it's conflict between two people that really care about each other, you know, mm-hmm. which obviously we did. I mean, we cared about each other far more than we cared about our issues or our problems or whatever we were trying. You know, it wasn't like a oh we're stuck here fighting. It was like a teachable moment, mm-hmm. you know, and it allowed. You know, I didn't want to disappoint you. You know, you, I love you as your my mom. You're like the 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 figure in my life that actually where everything goes right and I know I was caught and I was know I was wrong but I was like I'm not like a rebel I didn't feel like I was a rebellious kid or like a bad 
kid, I just was, yeah. You were like, a, you were an extremely intelligent and imaginative nine-year-old. Like, yeah. So is in my head. You yeah, just, I think so. Yeah, and I just was like just, wandering off into yeah. it, you know? Yeah. So, um, so what, uh, what was the, what was the motivator? Like what, what was the thing that like pushed you to, um, to, uh, to like, uh, start this to, to start the scene that way. Like, what was I'm interested in? Like, what kicked so, off here? Uh, so I didn't know exactly what that word meant. Uh, oh yeah, chicanery. Yeah. It's like um, it's it's a kind of like uh, charlatanism. You know, it's sort of like being, you know, kind of like engaging in malicious misdirection. Okay. You know. Okay. Well, I took uh, the root word chicken. <laughs> <laughs> In my head, that is what inspired uh, inspired you doing your chores. Um, oh, I love that! It's yeah. like you know the thing is, it didn't really even that that didn't occur, that didn't occur to me at all. But like, I think that that the sonic the sonics of that is like kind of cool. You know, like there's a and, and I like that. I think that you know we should we ever so much of what we do like contextualizing and playing and everything is so um intellectually based so much that it like kind of to have something that is more visceral or like you know it's like kind of like because these phonemes are in this word Mm -hmm. you know it's obviously winds up being a pretty fertile place to play from you know yeah and is also atypical so i like i like that that it was like strongly rooted in the suggestion but not in the way that that probably the a suggestion giver would intend mm-hmm. you know yeah definitely not yeah. <laughs> after knowing what it means oh but i think that's great you know it's sort of like it's what it does to us not yeah. not like what's the script you want us to play you know yeah so. and uh i i guess i tried uh so i didn't feel like i came in with a super strong emotional initiation um but i had a a viewpoint and i had a place to start in within that yeah so i i am uh I, I'm trying to kind of focus on having an emotion when I begin, yeah. so I, I know who I am. and yeah. I and, But it was clear to me who I was, and I think it was apparent to you, mm-hmm. because you did exactly what I wanted you to do, <laughs> what I planned on you doing, or, or thought that you would do. So so that's kind of cool, like, the comfort in knowing yeah. that, like, you're going to understand what I'm... What it I'm was great. About. I mean, I felt like, you know, for the idea, uh, you know, I thought that, I mean, probably, it probably even emerged more... Uh, it as the scene went along, but, but I really felt like you had a strong. I felt like you did have a really strong emotional viewpoint th- across the, this thing. It was just like nuanced, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like and kind of like this. You know, it's you were parenting. You know, it's like and that's and there were lots of other things going on with you, the human being. But your goal and your effort and your point of view is to parent me, who was you know like. Not, you know, who, who wasn't fulfilling the duties that he is he, he is assigned, but at the same time, it wasn't like, you know, it was, it was a nice space to play in because I don't you weren't raging at me to in a way that that didn't fit what we were doing, but you had like an intent focus and you're kind of like playing the bumpers, mm-hmm. you know, as I wandered towards sort of misbehaving and not acting in the way that I ought to act considering what my responsibilities were you like bumpered me in you know which is like that I think that takes a lot of focus to do that you know especially because we kind of had a broad 
that scene was kind of like a pyramid to me. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So we had a, a very broad beginning. Yeah. You know, it could have yeah. gone a lot of ways. And we kind of focused more as we went up or through yeah. the scene. We kind of focused uh, a little more on your character and and what your you were passionate about, which was uh, writing, a <laughs> literary figure. Well, and you're so concerned about it that I felt like that was the natural thing. Like, you were giving me the teachable moment, but you're also like, you know, the, the we actually obviously have a really good rapport as mother and son, mm-hmm. you know, because you're, like, able to talk to me about this stuff, including what your misgivings are related to, you know, what, uh, <laughs> related to what I'm getting up to. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. And I wanted, I guess I wanted to, uh, support, like, I think mm-hmm. my natural instinct as a player is to support what the other, what my scene partner's doing, try to be as positive and, like, and, like, supportive of that as I can, uh, which I find myself, like, I find myself doing a lot, uh, just being, like, extremely positive and <laughs> like, yeah, it's gonna be great, this is... So I guess I kind of uh, well, yeah, it's like, it was I, like I felt like you 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 mediated that. Imp, imp, I mean, that's a great impulse to have, really. But it's I felt like it was a very realistic mediation of that over the course of this because you were like, yeah, you were you were supporting me, but you were also still like, you know, had your like, this is what's important, and these are my concerns, mm-hmm. you know. So it was it, it felt like it was a positive conversation and like an interesting slice of. Life for like a significant conversation between these two, but not one that was overly tumultuous or like, you know, you 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 weren't just like, oh yeah, that's great, you do it. It was like your concern was that I hadn't, you know, done done what I need to do, and because of my impulses to sort of like pursue these things that you were worried would take me away from sort of like my real life needs. and responsibilities that was still ever present you know i don't feel like anything got dropped so i thought it was because in my head i don't know how how uh how you felt about this but in my head i'm like this is my son he's the mm-hmm. only one i've got it's just the two of us on this farm and we rely solely on each other yeah. <laughs> so i can't i can't uh i can't kind of shirk let me off the hook. Yeah, you can't let I me can't off the do hook. that, but I also... Even if you understand, you know? Yes, but he, you also mean so much to me that I want to support everything that you're doing because, God forbid, you don't right. have a great upbringing. Right. And it's just the two of us on this fucking farm <laughs> feeding these chickens, and that's how we live, you know? Uh, well, I'd say, I think that's so... Yeah, I think that's really great. I mean, I think that there's a lot of emotional resonance in that, you know? Like, I think you really effectively absorbed, like the complex set of like parenting feelings that would be necessary in that and we're executing on them and cared about it you know so i think it was like really an emotional success and you know it's one of those things where it's kind of like even outside of a show i felt like it was such an interesting like kind of portal into a life where you know having been a a kid raised by my parent by my parents you know like I could look forward into into the timelines of these people and be like, although th- this wasn't a knockdown drag out fight, this wasn't the best moment of their lives, but this was a weird little like real conversation based on you know not finishing all the chores that could wind up being something that like is a snapshot that that both of these people remember mm-hmm. into the future, and so I'm like projecting is like if I was then an adult looking back there was a strong lesson conveyed to me in this conversation, which was just a scene, mm-hmm. but, you know, the, the the conversation, like, 
kind of let me know probably was like a, a major evolutionary step in in my life where I under, started to understand these things, you mm-hmm. know, where it was kind of like my urges were being supported, but I was also being reminded that like in order to live successfully, I have to get done what my obligations are. Right, you know? which is something everyone has to to do. Yeah, and the way I was, it was informed to me, it was like, okay, this is something that like... You know, when I'm <laughs> when I'm all grown up, you know, it, it was weird. It was almost like, you know, I, not that I really had a speci- a specific thing that maps in my real life, but like it did feel like a memory. You mm-hmm. know, it felt very much like a memory of being a kid to me. Cool. You know, where it's like, it, which I really like. I mean, I think that's kind of a beautiful thing to allow myself to, you know, sort of like age regress and and slightly and become a different person yeah you know become a different person but a different person who is even regressed in age so that like i don't have to even think or i don't have awareness of some of the things that are happening and just kind of like have that experience is Mm -hmm. like really really cool (laughs) yeah i think i uh i kind of i think that's something everyone uh can kind of relate to you know if we're going to talk about like you want to have a scene where you feel like yeah. you're connecting to to what other people will connect with. Uh, I think that's something that is definitely uh, relatable. And I, I don't know. I think I find myself like going to roles where, uh, going to characters where I'm kind of in that like motherly or like teaching role. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, and it's bizarre because I I think it comes a lot from my personal life. Like yeah, like it, what you're examining right now. Yeah. And but that's the, great because that's a lot of what we're doing is it's giving us the opportunity to have like reps at life that we wouldn't normally get. You know? Right. But sometimes I worry like I don't stray like far enough. I don't know. Like I so uh, one of my coaches back back in college, who you know, uh, he Anthony. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, don't, I don't know if you're allowed to name it. So uh, oh yeah, of course. So Anthony one time was telling us um, uh, one of his notes in uh, in rehearsal was like play yourself or like play with a thin the thinnest yeah. veil yeah, that you can play with. So sometimes I worry that like my veil's too thin <laughs> or like you know like I'm just I don't know I I sometimes worry that I can't uh, stray far enough from like my my inherent need to feel like I have to teach you. <laughs> like I need you to be a good and have like a great life and you know I don't know does that make sense Yeah oh yeah yeah absolutely I mean you know it's the idea of not of well it's kind of like the idea of like relying too much on like a set thing you know yeah. like you don't want to keep relying on that set thing but I think that what you're dealing with is is complex and it's not like here, okay, here are, the, here are the steps to my teaching scene. Here's, you know, it's yeah. actually, like, it is you, right? So, like, that, I think, is just part of your voice as an artist. So, that, you know, and it's one of those things, too, where it's, like, you're not going to initiate every scene you're gonna you're in, right? Right. So, like, it, it's, it's one of those things where it's, where I feel like you can be, you ought to be comfortable with sort of, an artistic perspective of this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I'm comfortable. This is, I'm very eager to explore things of this nature. I recognize that about myself. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, not making an intellectual choice to sort of say any input, how can I make this a, 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 
a teaching thing, but to sort of say like I am contending with in my life figuring out sort of all these things that revolve around sort of like mentorship and conveying ideas to people. That's where I am right now. So if that happens, if that's what I care about, that's great. But if someone puts you in a scene where you're you, where you don't have that status or like something else is going on, you know, then I I think that you're going to be pretty comfortable playing yeah, definitely. what that. Yeah. So if you know, if it's you know, if if you're not kind of like calcifying yourself into a space of like, well, this is the only thing I do, and if anything else comes up, I'm going to try and figure out how to push my way into the one thing I do. But rather to say like, well, this is the con, this is the the content that I bring. This is the point of view that I bring, and you know, that's it's going to come out. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm like, yeah, that's you know, I'm gonna constant, you know, I'm gonna have a lot of. A lot of moments where I'm a, a weirdo, you know, where I'm like a, a a wizard or a hippie or, you know, like some, you know, my, I think my, my, a lot of my motivation comes from sort of like alternative perspectives on life, you know, kind of like processing what life is generally about, especially through sort of like alternative viewpoints kind of. Mm -hmm. And so that winds up manifesting in some pretty ridiculous and ludicrous things sometimes. But you know, like that's my, that's my point of view is like, I want to understand kind of like what the common experience of living is. And so a lot of my stuff is going to be finding some perspective absorbing it and then being coming in and being like, well, here's this ridiculous person who feels the same way as me about how they are living their life, you know? Mm -hmm. and so, I mean, there's going to be some similarity in how I, how I play with stuff too. It's just, you know, that's being a good artist, having a point of view. We should all have points of view instead of just being like here. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to have an argument scene. I'm going to have a teaching scene. I'm going to have a, uh, a having fun scene. I'm going to, you know, and sort of be like, I've got to get all these, you know, it's, it's all part of the, the filter that runs the, the, the runs through and why it's great to play with different people. You mm -hmm. know? So I was, I was very happy with it, you know? Yay. Yeah. And I, I mean, too, you know, I think that there was a, the, the opening that you gave me to be like, you know, it's, it's another one of those things where it's kind of like, Mechanically, it's like, oh, we're not supposed to ask questions. We're not supposed to say no, or you know, all that stuff. It's like, okay, well, those things, you know, do make sense and have a reason. But for me, I think that because of the tone of your character in the beginning of the scene, being asked the question was um, was really uh, was really kind of an invitation to me. And I was just like, well, what it it it. it really contextualize the scene mm -hmm. but also wound up being this huge invitation to be like what do you want to bring to this and yeah. then we'll go from there which is know? my favorite thing about playing with you we played a couple times together now yeah. and <laughs> like just giving you uh, I feel like if I give you an inch you take you will run with it and you will go for a mile and that's the funnest part because uh, you know I, I uh, struggle with making my uh, phrases like concise making what oh. I want to say concise but like with you, it's like you you don't necessarily uh, t 
talk a little bit. But, <laughs> I'm sorry. But, uh, no, no, but everything you say is it's absolutely pertinent, it's poignant, and it's so it just it works so nicely. So I love that. I love like giving you an inch and then you taking a mile. It's my favorite. It's well, I that, it's it's really obviously really fun for for me. I mean, that's the thing is that like my I love resp- I love having context already mm-hmm. and I yeah. love responding to that, you know, and it's I often feel an obligation to, you know, to to like be like, okay, well, I've got to have something. I have to bring some context because it's my responsibility as a player to have something that we can start playing with. But oh, I love it when someone just comes up to me and is like, here's the thing. Yeah. And then it's sort of like, well, all the truths that uh, all the truths of what we're playing exist in this common space. And now that gives me a million things to like explore. It, yeah, yeah, just like true. to react to and For like sure. take 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 spins off those trajectories and it's like I the choices, the choices I get to make are just like, oh, this is fucking great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So uh so yeah, I was really I'm 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 happy that you enjoy playing with me because I really <laughs> enjoy playing with you too. Oh, and it was like you. really fun to 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 basically have you hand, hand me a scene that that allowed me to make I feel like a fun but more subtle choice Mm -hmm. you know not to be able to be like oh I can play this scene and I don't have to be a lunatic for laughs I can be a real person you know some real person that's a version of me and I have the confidence that we're going to play this scene with a lot of integrity and it's still going to be like funny and silly mm-hmm. but it's going to have a lot of integrity to yeah, it definitely. so that was that was great i had a great time yeah, um so uh the dog went off was yep. there anything that we didn't talk about that you wanted to, that you wanted to cover over or like is um, anything still sticking in your head uh not particularly i got a lot of my my personal issues out there oh uh, good yeah <laughs> we're good oh awesome great well thank you for sharing them oh, thank you thank you for listening <laughs> yeah absolutely my pleasure <laughs> my pleasure awesome